This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You give me one shot here on a blue chip stock. Believe me, Kevin, the only problem you're going to have is that you didn't buy more. Nobody knows if the stock is going to go up, down, sideways, or in circles. What's going on, NBA draft fans? Your boys are back. The Wolves of Ball Street, your favorite draft analyst, favorite draft analyst. It's the Draft Act NBA Draft Show. My name is Corey Tulliba, and I am here, as always, with my co-host, Albert Garbage Time Gim. Albert, what's going on, man? Uh, a lot's going on, um, but I am just glad to be here. It's a Sunday morning, which yeah. is weird for us. We never record on a Sunday, but um, <laughs> look, here's the thing. When you have a special guest that agrees to join the pod, Got to make adjustments. Got to be flexible. Yeah. So I'm coming off of uh, one of my close friends' birthday parties last night, and I'm not 100%, but <laughs> hey, hey, this is where I need to be right now. So it feels great. And I'll stop talking, and let's uh, intro our uh, new special guest, Corey. Yeah, it's a little bit rougher for you. I'm on the, you know, I'm in New York, so it's it's almost one o'clock for me. You, you got that uh, late yeah. night, early morning. But you're right. We do have a very special guest. Um, and I'm going to intro them in kind of this, the, the way that we intro our normal shows. And then we're going to bring them in. So today we are going to be covering and talking to UCLA wing Jalen Clark, 21 years old, uh, listed at 6'5", 205. And Jalen, you can correct us in a minute uh, if, if with anything that's incorrect. You are cur- currently averaging 13.4 points per game, seven rebounds, two assists, 1.4 turnovers. 2.7 steals, yeah. 0.3, 0.3 blocks. That's three stocks, ladies and gentlemen. Shooting 48% from the field, 33% from the three-point line, 71.4% from the free throw line. Efficient true shooting percentage of 57%, and a box score plus minus of 12. Oh, that's that's tasty. That that's is tasty. Good. So, uh, Jalen, thanks for joining uh, the Draft Act, man. We're really excited to have you. So. Any anything wrong with those measurements? Six five two oh five. You put on any weight? Nah, that's that's what I said. I'm probably I fluctuate from at the beginning of the year I was two thirteen, and then mm. you know as the year goes, you turn to yeah, push your weight if you know what I mean. So yeah. I'm probably closer to two oh five now. So yeah, uh, no, that's probably like pretty close. I I couldn't find um, a reported wingspan. Do you know what what your wingspan is? Nah. They haven't, 12, they haven't 12, tested it. <laughs> haven't I mean, yeah, I know it's it seems positive because you could see oh, no, uh, that positive. length. It's definitely positive. I know that. If yeah. You know I mean. yeah. So uh, entering this year, you know, um, you were kind of unranked on draft boards. And now you have uh, have due to your play this season have not only become a draft prospect, but you have, be, you know, become a, a legitimate first round draft yeah. prospect. Um, yeah, so for somebody who's not familiar with you as a player, how would you describe your game? Um, very high intensity, 
Um, I feel like the, the biggest thing is I capitalize off other people's mistakes. So defensively is what gets me going. Offensively, um, it's kind of been a little up and down recently, but that's just because the way I play, if you know what I mean. Um, yeah. I don't need offense ran for me. I kind of just get it as it comes, if you know what I mean. So it, it I would say just if you watch me play, you're going to see a high intensity. You're going to see me flying around. You're going to see me doing a whole bunch of crazy stuff on defense. Probably a little too much. I get caught gambling sometimes and it bites me, <laughs> if you know what I mean. But I, I've earned that freedom from my mm -hmm. coach. If, mm -hmm. uh, if somebody's hot, normally I'm going to get put on them and take your best, your favorite player out the game. And I feel like that's really what's going to propel me to the next level. The offensive side, uh, I got stuff to work on. I got to learn how to, like, finish my shots, use the backboard, get off too. Because, like, right now, some of the stuff I was hitting in the beginning of the season ain't falling at the same rate that it was. So I got to mm -hmm. learn how to adjust. Some of that may be due to hitting, like, a little wall. I was doing that at a ridiculous rate at the beginning of the year. Like, yeah. Ridiculous, and I and before my if you watch my seasons before I wasn't playing like this at all, if you know what I mean. So yeah. and the wear and tear, and also the mental dynamic of all this, like this is a lot. Like yeah, man, this is every kid's dream, if you know what I mean. And this yeah. is only in the first round. What is it? Thirty slots. Yeah. You talk about the best in the U.S. You don't know what's coming out of Europe. You know, number one, two, three, four, five is pretty much already slotted. You know what I mean? So like. It is this a lot? You look around, you turn on the TV, oh damn, he's at my position. He did X, Y, and Z. Well, I gotta go make sure. You know what I mean? You gotta make sure you don't get caught up in it. I'm not gonna lie, it's hard. You you see draft boards drop, everybody like, don't look, don't look. If they tell you they're not looking at line, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah, you know, it, it, it's a lot that goes on with this whole process, and sometimes it's not even accurate. If you have you, I mean, every year we see somebody get drafted, you're like, what the hell? You know what I mean? Like, I didn't see anything at all. I don't know what the hell they saw. You know, mm -hmm. this whole process is, it, 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 it's entertainment. And now I look at the NBA different. I look at the NBA as like a big fantasy league for rich guys at the top. Like, if you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> they walk around with their friends. They're like, like how we, like, how, like, like people do on their phones with like DraftKings and stuff. Like, mm, yeah. fantasy leagues. That's how I look at the NBA now. Like, there's somebody at the top. He'll go walk around, look. He sends people out, and the ones he think that help build his team next year, he's gonna draft them and pay them a salary. Now ours yeah. is make believe, and theirs is real. If you know what I mean, but yeah, yeah no, this whole this whole experience has been pretty crazy so far. Hmm. Uh, you sound like you've been on this show before. You echo a lot of uh, the same sentiments that, uh, you know, we 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 say on this show. And, you know, you talk about like your your energy. And I know Albert and I have both seen you in person. Albert's seen yeah. you out in Cali a couple of times. I saw you when you played at the Garden. Um, <laughs> yeah. And I, I mean, honestly, man, like, you know, you could go to to those games and you know like you said you could look at those draft boards and see some of those guys on the other side and even some of the guys on your team but you pop man you pop with with the energy that you bring it's you know there are a lot of guys who can kind of blend into a game um yeah. but when you're watching even if you're not dropping 20 points you could feel yeah. the impact that you bring with with what you do on the court so i i know albert you know you wrote you know an entire piece on on jalen and, and yeah. echoed a lot of that so i think uh, dad read something i wrote like the Eddie thing he loved it yeah like, you know i mean i said i think it's, it's cool that it's appreciated 
because like I said, for me to drop 20 every night and the way that school I go to and system around, I'm like, I'm behind two All-Americans at the end of the day, right. too. You know what I mean, like, I mean, Hawkins is one of the best scores. And I know as a team, we've been shooting the ball, like, ridiculously poor. I think we've been shooting, like, 30% a game. Like, it's crazy. <laughs> as a, and we're still in dog fights. Like, we shoot 29% at U of A, and we lose by four. Mm-hmm. If you get what I mean. So it's, it's like we're going through a ridiculous little time right now as a – not me personally and also my teammates, but if you come to our practice and watch, we have people that really score the ball at real high. Like, I'm pretty sure y'all are all familiar with Jaime Hawkins. Yeah, um, we love, we love Jaime's game. Yeah, when Tiger gets going, he gets right. going. He's Singleton. Dave Singleton is the, probably the best shooter I've ever played with in right. my life. I mean, I don't watch a lot of other college teams. I watch ours in the pack, but you may tell me where he ranks. Mm-hmm. with others but i think he's one of the premier shooters in the country if i'm mm-hmm. not wrong mm-hmm. you know what i mean um you got a bona who's coming out of his shell and transforming into what he's become and then now we got amari bailey back who's That's also right. a, a, a high level guard if you know what i mean so mm-hmm. realistically if you look at a lot of our games no one's dropping 20 every night it's more yeah. like 15 16 14 10 if you know what i mean yeah but um, sacrifice think, to, to do what you got to do to win right it, it, it precisely because i think none of this matters if ucla goes six and 27 the stuff i'm doing i mean i'm not a draft expert i i'm really new to all this but i feel like winning does may probably carry some portion into a lot of this and if i'm trying to do what i do what i want to do mm-hmm. you got to go win and go pretty far yeah absolutely you know, Jalen, I, I think the piece that I wrote about you where I, I, I compared you to Ed Reed, I think is exactly what you're describing. I, for me, I mean, Ed Reed, defender, safety, right? He was a guy who, he was he was somebody where even if he wasn't doing something precisely on the play in terms of like on the ball, he was always affecting the play just by him being on the field, right? Yeah. And I think that's the point that I was trying to make with you where I, when when I saw you in person, I've seen you a couple times in person. I don't I don't know if you've noticed some tall Asian guy just taking footage of you guys uh, on, <laughs> during warm nah, I'm not gonna lie. We have so many people at the beginning yeah, but, you know, I, I've seen you guys warm up. I've seen you guys in the game. And, like, my, my biggest thing would be something that you said in the beginning, right, that you're an intense player. Um, something that I realized is uh, if you're going to play for Coach Cronin, uh, you got to be intense. Uh, his energy on the court, the way that he's uh, – I think one of the funniest things I saw was there's like one possession where you guys actually got to stop on defense. This was against uh, Long Beach State, right? You guys got like a great stop. You guys played perfect defense. And then Long Beach State, they got pissed. They got, they got timeout. And I remember like, for me, if I was a coach, I'd be like clapping you guys up, all excited. Coach Cronin was like in your face, like screaming <laughs> at you. And I was like, you know what? This is why Jalen Clark is so intense. This is why the whole team, <laughs> you guys are so intense. Yeah, but nah, I'm not it, gonna, you gotta yeah. you gotta be a certain type of guy to come play right. with us. If you know That's I mean. right. Man, if I sit here and tell you it was easy, it's not. <laughs> he he know what he's doing though, but he's yeah. a very I bet I bet think that's his old school. Yeah. You mm. know what I mean? If you don't like people getting in your face and talking to you, uh, you can't come here. You know what I mean? But yeah. if you do make it through here, there's light at the end of the tunnel, too. That's you know right. I mean? There's a lot to be had on the other side. And, like, despite all his yelling and stuff, we win. Yeah. You know, the, yeah. The past three years and before he came with Alfred, it's not even close. Mm-hmm. 
You know what I mean? Yeah. So there's a method to his madness. But yeah, nah, even if on the outside, if you think stuff looking good on the inside, it could still be you effed up X, Y, and Z. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, and and Jay, I, I think that intensity that he has and holds you guys to and the intensity that you guys are playing with, as you mentioned, right, it's it's showing on the court and your development this season has been unbelievable, right? Yeah. In, in the beginning of the season, as you mentioned, you were on that hot streak where you were scoring a ton of game. And as you mentioned, right, a lot of the points that you were getting, you're, you're, you're getting off of the other team's mistakes, right? Off you guys creating those mistakes and taking advantage of that. And I, yeah. I think one of the main questions that I had for you was, and this is something that I think even Corey and I, as we've been breaking down different players, we've been talking so much about the idea of growth and development, right? And how every player's growth, every player's development looks and feels so different, right? And so something that I was thinking about with you, right? Watching you throughout the season, literally going to your game, seeing you play in person, I was wondering, you mentioned it yourself, right? You never really scored this much until this season and you've, you're trying new things and you've developed different areas of your game. What were some of the things that you focused on last offseason that's leading to this big jump from you heading into this season? Really just working on shooting the ball. I have like a little funky form. I've never, like before this year, I've never worked on shooting the ball. Because like you remember in high school, I was the top 100 kid, whatever. And when you're in high school, I mean, there's like, what? If you had a good high school, I was fortunate. My high school, all five stars were Division One, But like, mm -hmm. We're playing against teams that kids are about to go work a nine to five. Yeah. Like, if you know what I mean, next year. Yeah. So I'm a high school coach, so I believe me, I know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Like, there's just yeah. some teams, like, there's no way, no matter what we do, we can lose to them. If you just like off physical attributes and stuff like that. So in high school, I just got downhill whenever I wanted. I, I shot, shot hella floaters whenever I wanted. Like anything, whenever I wanted, if you know what I mean. Even when we played Sierra K and gave Sierra with Zaire, BJ Boston, all of them. Yeah. Gave them 30 without shooting any jumpers. Mm. If you know what I mean. I was giving I was running around giving everybody 20, 30 on often like on bad nights, if you know what I mean. So then you get to college and my freshman year I don't really play. So I, in my head, it's like that transition from playing every night to not playing is just like that will mess with you, if you know what I mean. Yeah. That would mess with you a lot. So I had to deal with that whole thing. Then sophomore year, I'm there, but I'm still playing, but not in like big moments. I'm gonna play in the beginning. I know I'm a sub in the beginning, and then that may be it. So then this season, I, I was just kind of like, I'm tired of not playing, not playing, maybe playing, not playing. So I'm just gonna work on this jump shot. I'm like, like, ain't, ain't no jump shot coaches wherever where I'm at. So I'm like, I'm, if I learn how to just shoot this mug how I'm shooting it right now, because if I can learn how to just repeat this, and I if I can shoot at least above 34, 35, I'll at least have people respect me enough to where I could just go around them, if you know what I mean, I get to my spots. And that's been like the little frustrating wall I've hit, because like I'm still getting to my spots, but I ain't converting at the rate I was. But half the part of me feels like that's just part of this whole process, because I, I feel like it got to be ups and downs. And that's everything. right. If everything's always a high, I mean, shoot, life would be great. If right. you know what I mean? Yeah. But I'm thinking realistically, if I was running around shooting 64% or whatever I was before this little stretch, 64% on the field, 41% from three, if I was still doing all that, you're talking like lottery case, if you know what I mean, mm -hmm. at, at that at that rate. So, right. like I said, I'm happy all this um, 
how the waves is going because I also I feel like builds you as a person through adversity. That's right. There's always a chance to grow yeah. and stuff. So that's that's the part I'm really excited about, and that's why I'm excited to go play Thursday against Washington State. Like this whole this whole experience is fun. At the end of the day, it's just basketball. But to answer your question, um, I really just worked on that jump shot to get people to get close enough to guard me, and then after people are guarding me, I know I have enough to even the same one two moves I use. Shoot, I don't know if people don't scout, but it still gets me to the same spots that I'm trying to get to on the floor. Already. <laughs> um, let's uh, uh, let's take a look at like because on this show, you know, we break down skills. Yeah, let's kind of take a look at some of the clips of that shot because yeah. you know I know you said it. There's ups and downs, but I I think the biggest thing is there's a confidence there now. Yeah, you know, with your shot, right? Um, so. We're gonna let's get into this one. I mean, that's just a confident catch yeah. and rip. That's you, yeah. you know, like replay it. We're getting the ball up the court. You're calling for it. You want it. Yeah. Right. And with your mm. athleticism, there's probably an opportunity where maybe you know in the past mind. you would have taken that that space here, right, yeah. and and tried to get to the rim. But this is an element of your game now that that you have. Um, that like you said is is really opened up a lot yeah. of the rest of your game yeah and and i <clears throat> yeah and i think even um even here like this is a a, a miss um in, in that arizona game but again to me it is the confidence you're shooting this off the dribble right yeah. like i i mean a lot of shooters they have maybe the catch and shoot stuff in their bag, but you're at a point now where you're even letting it fly off the bounce. So yeah, yeah. I, I feel, I mean, I hit these in practice. If I didn't shoot them in practice, I wouldn't be shooting them. Mm -hmm. you know I mean? Yeah. But, and obviously it's a lot easier to shoot them in practice by yourself than it is when the lights turn on, if you know what I mean. Yeah. And yeah. Especially with the way I'm playing, because I'm running around chasing people off down screens. Like I blow up plays by myself and then mm -hmm. I got it. And then I rebound the hell out the ball. Yes, and then when you guarding bigs, you don't understand how hard it is to guard bigs to get down there because they bumping and beating up with each other every play. Yeah, uh -huh. and then you gotta go sit down and shoot if you know what I mean. So that's why I feel like my biggest um, development, like my biggest jump, would be when I first learn how to shoot with my lower body, mm -hmm. and when I stop tilting my head because my shoulders are tight. So when I get up here to mm -hmm. keep it light, I kind of go like this a little mm -hmm. to keep it lined up. But I feel like once I get that, my jump will be astronomical that's right you know yeah i mean, I mean the percentage the percentages even you know with you cooling off a little bit are still improved yeah. over right. last year and yeah. you know I shooting is too. yeah for sure and i i think that like you said like it's easy to hit those shots in practice right when the lights yeah. aren't on but if you're not taking them when the that's lights right. are yeah. on <laughs> you're not going to be able to improve it right like it's because yeah. i i mean we've seen guys in shoot arounds I've coached kids forever. And you know, in practice is one thing, but it's like, all right, can you hit that with a defender running out at you yeah, when, exactly. when you've been going up and down the court for 15 minutes straight, you know, and you have to play exactly. defense and you're tired. Um, exactly. So like you said, the reps that you're getting and the confidence in which you're shooting, uh, I, I think it's been a really impressive jump this year. And, and, you know, at, at the NBA level, you know, obviously you're not, I mean, you have a loaded squad. You went through all the guys that you played with and, and you've played with, you know, pros um, in the last couple of years as well. But 
you're gonna you might be playing next to a Luca or a LeBron, and you're gonna have even more space um, that they're creating for you that you're gonna have to knock down those shots. So I, I think the confidence that you've shown this year as a shooter is is almost as important um, as the percentages. If that yeah, makes sense. Uh, before I just was shooting. Yeah, you know, pop out and I just watch it. And be like, oh, okay, and just keep on moving around. If you get know what I mean, yeah. But yeah, nah. That 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 like you said, and that's what I've always been thinking. Because if if I'm like playing NBA GM, if I have uh, Luca or Steph or somebody, I know they're not going to be guarding the best player on the floor. Nor do I want them chasing around somebody mm. and doing the most. If you know what I mean. So yeah, that's why I feel like I had a good shot at it getting drafted this year because like i mean i watch some games back with my dad there's times i just blow up stuff mm-hmm. like, yes i'm off a down screen i'll shoot through that bug and get be right there with him yeah. like dribble handoffs around me people really stopped or they do it way out at the half court line because if you yeah. dribble handoff around me anywhere near like the actual offense i'm i'm running right through and trying to break it up if you know what i mean mm-hmm. so and i think that's been the biggest adjustment too people stop kind of running stuff at me or when they do, they do more to make sure the pass is completely there. Oh, yeah, I remember this game. I would have yeah. had 30 this game if I didn't get hurt. At <laughs> God. I mean, I think this is a good example of what you're saying, like, you know, blowing up DHOs mm-hmm. uh, and then like the active hands that you show as well. Like you're not giving up on the play. Uh, I mean, you do a, a great job. You switch, you get over the screen and then. I mean, that's your man. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's funny because people, like, I don't know why everybody I play against, they don't move. So, like, when I get into like <laughs> ball hawk mode, I really can't see them. I'm reading the guy's eyes, if you have I me. Mean, that's why I yeah. saw something. Mm-hmm. So, like, I remember against Long Beach State at the beginning of the year, I was yarding Jadon Jones and he went back yeah. door. I knew he yeah. was gone. I was like, I'm fucked. So, I just ran up <laughs> and just double teamed, bro. He just threw it to me, if you know what I mean. Or, like, yeah. yeah. So, like, I've realized in college basketball, kids don't really cut like that. And I know in the NBA, if they don't cut, they, they, they ain't getting paid. They get rid of you. If, if someone's staring at the ball, you go. But, I mean, it's put me in opportunities. And, like I said, I read people's eyes really well. And I can tell. I feel like I wait for people to get, You can tell when someone's about to pass the ball before I go out there and really jump. It's funny, though. Like, yeah. even in that even in that clip that we just watched and the one that Corey's showing, like – even for us, we're not on the floor, but we could see your eyes. We could yeah. see that you're reading the play, that your head is on a swivel. And I, f- and I feel yeah. like, that w- once again, just to go back to like what I said about like the whole Ed Reed thing, it's that's the type of processing that you have, right? The awareness. Yeah. You're, and, and the thing, you, the funny thing that you keep mentioning, you're like, I don't know if guys are not watching tape. Clearly, you're watching <laughs> tape, right? Yeah. Like, yeah. like you're, you're watching tape. You're watching the stuff that these teams are running. And you're able to read it. Like you just mentioned that Long Beach State. I was there for that game. And I remember watching watching you. And like I, I think the play that you were talking about was on the left side. And like yeah, you was. just completely blew that play up. And I the 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 anticipation, the reading, like it it felt like it like it straight up looked like you were watching what they're doing. Like, oh cool, I got this. Like, you know that yeah. famous clip between like Cam Newton, he's like playing and yeah, the defender yeah, yeah. comes like, hey, they're gonna do this. He's like, Oh, you've been watching tape, right? Watch this, yeah. right? <laughs> That's what it feels like with you a lot of times on defense, where it's like, Yeah, like oh, I see what you guys are doing, and I'm gonna read it, which is why your steel numbers are through the roof right now. Dude, right now you're we, averaging we have walkthroughs. <laughs> yeah, we have walkthroughs every day before. Like a mm-hmm. game where we're, and we'll go over like 10 to 15. So, and then we have the names of them. So, when I hear them, because in walkthrough, I only guard like normally it's the other team's the best player. 
But mm-hmm. if it's a guard heavy team or if it's a big heavy team, you know, then I'm just it's whoever. But normally I just lock onto one guy and then like if I know so in the game when I hear it, I know it's a down screen. I guess they don't know I know, but I know we run into this spot after he goes <laughs> sets that down screen, if mm. you know what I mean. Yeah. So if you don't get into me, bump me or nothing like that. But then also I feel like if people like if you run this playback, I know the game was over at the end, but if he ball fakes right here when he comes back, yeah. You're it. If that was a skip to Austin Reeves, who's a way better three point shooter than Severe Willie, if you know what I mean, then yeah, it looks like I'm undisciplined. You know what I, so that's why. Yeah. I, well. But you read him the whole time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I knew he was doing that. Yeah. And I knew he didn't want to shoot it again because he, mm-hmm. he bounced right back to him. He didn't want to shoot it again. Mm-hmm. He, he didn't give off body language like he wanted to. Hey, not yeah. not everyone is uh, down to shoot it after a miss like you are, right? Yeah. Oh, that that show is crazy. <laughs> Game uh, winner, right? Game winner type of stuff. Let's go. No, nah, that's that's what I'm saying. Like even through this like cool down period, I guess I've still had some. I mean, I look at it; it's been fun. Like overall, like I don't really care what happens after this. Like as long as I look back and say I enjoyed the whole experience, if you know what I mean, like. Mm-hmm. Even when I ain't had my best game, we still win. Everybody else happy, so it's like, why the hell am I going to be down? You know what I mean? So I'm gonna be happy as well. So that USC game, I remember I was like two, one for six from three before I pulled that. If you mm-hmm. so I was like, hey, F it, it came back. I got to shoot it, and then it goes in. And then you see your face on TV and stuff. <laughs> like, it, it, I mean, the whole the whole experience is hard to yeah. even simulate or get anyone else to really feel. Unless you really live, like it's crazy. But hey, Jalen, really quickly, I did want to say, even on that game winner on USC, like after you missed that first shot, if you watch the tape, you're calling for the ball again. Like you want it again, which is exactly what Corey was talking about before. The the confidence you have now where you're like, cool, end of the game, right? Game winning situation. I missed the shot. Give it to me again. I'm taking that. That's the type of confidence that you have now, which is dope. I've learned... From I'm, I'm, I'll never get Jalen hands. He's a, hey, I'd rather lose the game on my hands than somebody else's. If you know what I mean, so it's yeah. not a selfish mentality. But hey, if I got a chance yeah. to launch it, trust you, I'm gonna launch it. If I don't care if I'm old for twelve, you know what I mean. If I'm open in this game time, I'm shooting me. <laughs> I I want to go back to that Kentucky game for a second because I pulled a clip and I was there and and I want to get um your opinion on this real quick. Is that the Oscar one? Oh, no, one. no call. Oh yeah. Um, did you do you say anything to the ref after this? Yeah, I was trying <laughs> to take it. I mean, sometimes I, I mean, those are always tough calls because I feel like at least at this situation it should be offensive defensive foul, like either way, or call a flop or something. Mm-hmm. I took it to the chest though. <laughs> you took I, it to the chest. You beat him to the spot. Yeah, That's right. Yeah. So I mean. The the type of the only thing that sucks about doing this is once you fall, you're out of the play. Yeah. You're not yeah. getting back up. And then I don't ever want to look like people go through my chest or anything like that. Cause if I want to wall somebody up, like in college, nobody's moving me. Like if I if I'm like, I ain't getting moved, mm. nobody's really moving me. But I do try to beat people to the spot sometimes. And then it don't work out. And now it looks like uh he just went through his chest and he just fell. If you what I mean, if you don't get the call. Damn. I so. it but you know, I think from from my perspective, at least, I, you know, I, I can't speak for uh, Coach Cronin, but a, a, as a coach, from a coach, like uh, that's like textbook defense, and you beat yeah. him to the spot. You get like, do you guys practice stuff like that? Like, is that something that that you <laughs> nah. he preaches to you? <laughs> no, nah, I just be I just be looking anyway to like 
I don't know. I I move on my toes, and if I if I feel I beat anybody to a spot, uh, I'm taking a charge. If anybody turns their back and can't see me, I'm going like auto. And this is not even like we don't teach that, but I just know if you can't see me, by the time you look up, if I'm on you, it's already bad. If you know what I mean. <laughs> um, so if I if I see the back of their head, I just go. And this is freedom he's giving me. Like I guess everybody has it. I'm the one that does it though. If you know, mm-hmm. trust me. sometimes it gets me burned. Like at U of A. I remember Balo had the ball and I fired and I tipped the ball and it went flying up and Kirk Creasy caught it and stepped into a three, if you get what I mean. Yeah. But if I get it, you get what I mean? It looks like a great play. But if you don't, that's it's a possibility you don't Risky. get burned. Ex- exactly. So, um, yeah, no, nah, I mean, at the rate, at the rate of the steals, like regardless of how my offensive game goes, I'm going to get you three steals a night, pretty much, if you know what I mean. If whoever I'm guarding is going to get taken out the game, like, yeah, this is a game I didn't have a good offensive night. I was all right, if you know what I mean, but. Yeah, but, I I mean, you could see that that defense here. You guys are, you know, pressuring the ball. And, and you, you know, you go and get that hustle play from from behind. I mean, how important. Right after. How how important is playing from behind defensively when somebody like yourself does have the freedom to kind of gamble and, and freelance a little bit, like how, how much, um, you know, is, is that a part of your game that, that you trust and that the coaches trust that, that you guys can get to your spots and recover if need be? Uh, it's fun. I mean, like on the team, I probably have the most freedom to be what I mean. Mm-hmm. Doing yeah. All this madness, but I don't know. And like the chaos is kind of a calm feeling too. Because when mm-hmm. it's so chaotic, it's like, especially something like that, like he has three, his teammates ain't even all in front of him. Yeah. So he's still in a disadvantage situation. And then he's running full speed with somebody on the left side of him. He can only have the ball in his right hand. Yeah. If you know what I mean. And I'm going to chase him all the way down to the corner if he'll run that far. Like, I don't care. Mm-hmm. I know if I get him in the trap, we'll either, I'm either going to foul and, and get out and so we can go reset. Yeah, take the ball if you want. I mean, I'm smart enough not to know. Just you can't let people just fire the ball out. Mm-hmm. See, so I'm gonna burn a foul and be like, all right, I gotta play a little conservative because I got one now, or I'm gonna get the at least a piece of it that gives me time to go ahead and get back, if not the steal. Now, I I think one of the things that is so impressive about you is is you know usually guys like you who are I mean you're averaging almost three steals a game. Like you yeah. said, you have the free kind of you know gamble in the passing lanes and whatnot and sometimes guys like that could be a little bit overrated as defenders because you look at the steel numbers but you also have to guard as a unit as a team and you have to be able to do it on the ball too what's so so impressive about you is that you get it done on the ball too i mean this is a crazy possession against Keontae george who is a big time scorer and you're showing everything on the ball. I mean, you're getting hit by a screen. You get over, you recover, you beat him to the spot, and you force him into, like, an inefficient, you know, yeah. kind of floater. Um, I take it kind of personal sometimes. It's funny. Um, <laughs> me and Max Lewis, I went on a vacation with my girlfriend. Ooh. And I know Max. <laughs> so we was working out. We was going at it, like, for an hour, like, straight ones. It's me mm-hmm. and Max in the gym, straight ones the whole whole day, right? So then I start blowing up and I'm seeing Max's name everywhere. And I see we got Pepperdine on the list. So I remember first game, Max come off and hit me with a little move or whatever and pulled up to the mid-range. Yeah, right here. Yeah, right here. That was a tough bucket. You're all over him, though. And he was all over that. Bucket. And we get down to the court, he's like, come on, Jay. You already know. <laughs> <laughs> 
got that. I was like, oh, nah, this ain't yours. So I think the next possession, he came down. He clamped he it, moved it off his foot. And then mm. one after that, he shot yep. a hard one off the backboard. If that was in the left, on the left side of the floor. Yeah, yeah. exactly. So, like, yeah. I was just taking it there. But, nah, it's cool going up against people that can score the ball like that and be able to hold them. But then there's also, like, that last clip against Max can put the ball at a ridiculous rate. Like, he's that's his gift. If you get mm-hmm. what I mean. So mm-hmm. that first clip to me is still like you did everything you could. Yeah. That's yes. a hard shot. And the most average college players aren't making that. Yeah. I mean, but he's different if you I mean, that's why he's on boards mm-hmm. at where he's at, if you know what I mean. So but it's I even will... still you're forcing him a, a shot mm-hmm. that's kind of like in the NBA is reserved for DeMar DeRozan and yeah, exactly. you know, guys like that. Like that's exactly, exactly the spot of the floor that you want to force that shot. Yeah. So it's one of those exactly. things like he, he makes that, you kind of like, you know. Clap it yeah. up and let's get it in the next possession. And like I said, when we was going out in Vegas, it was like that. I mean, it was an hour, hour 15 because we played twice because we was, it was hot. We split. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, nah, it was – it's cool playing against mm-hmm. kids that are gifted like that. I, and that's why it's funny when we have walkthroughs and stuff. In practice, I have to let a lot of passes go because if I'm really playing while we have walkthroughs in the manager's team and the ball, <laughs> we never get back to where it's supposed <laughs> to be, You know what I mean? So, and it's funny when we have to simulate – other players, you know, everybody goes through that. Yeah, it's funny because then, like I said, it just—if I don't want it to, it won't get back to where it's supposed to. I just blow it up in practice. That you know that Pepperdine game, I was actually at that one too, and I remember at the beginning, Hawkes was on Lewis a little bit, and then I, I think he hit one, and then you were like, you know what, let let me take over. And yeah. To be honest, that was actually one of Max Lewis's worst game of the season, right? And yeah, so, nah. and, yeah. Just I, I remember anytime I play somebody that I know was yeah. up there, I'm trying to get at them anytime. If you know what I mean, I'm trying to think. Yeah. I played Keontae, whatever. The only one that got me somewhat was Terrence, but a lot of his points wasn't necessarily on me. Yeah, but mm-hmm. he did. He did size me up and hit a step back. That one hurt. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> but that was after he had already. He had a crazy night. Yeah. But I'm trying to think, other than that, that I've matched up with uh, Case and Wallace. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like I won that matchup that night. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, he struggled. Player, but... I was in. The, I was there for the the Kentucky game, and and yeah. that was. Uh... I mean, he's also an 18 year old. Like, yes. Uh, you know what I mean? Yeah. Walking in, we're I'm 21. We're an older team. We, we got he's he's hit listed already. He don't even know it. If you and I mean stuff <laughs> like that, so. Um, but I mean, he's a hell of a player. I've watched yeah. him play too. He's a hell of a player. So I'm mean, thinking Casey Wallace, Keontae. Max. Who's the toughest guy you've had to you've had to cover? Ever in college or this year? Well, you're you're also you're a, a California guy. I know you you've played in the Drew. Like, have you played in any like pro runs or anything? Like, oh oh yeah yeah yeah. Well, I mean, if that Paul, um, I don't know Harrison Barnes. <laughs> Harrison Barnes. He got really upset at me. <laughs> Because we were playing at Rico Hines, and mm-hmm. I stole the ball from Harrison like two, three times in a row, and then he gave me eight in a row. He just came down, <laughs> and he gave me eight in a row. But in college, if I'm going to go all the time, Ben Matherin, mm-hmm. like him and Chris Duarte, there was nothing I could do with them, if you know what I mean. What was and tough also, about Ben? Ben, I mean, if you went under the screen, he'd shoot it. And if mm-hmm. you went over, he's curling, and uh, he got, like, a probably 40-inch vertical. Yeah. yeah. I mean, like, <laughs> <laughs> it was a ridiculous combination of no. both, if you know what I mean. And then I didn't have a rim-protecting center back then. So if he turned that corner, I had to be careful with what I did. Yeah. 
Because this year, at least Adam's going to go challenge whoever comes down there. Yeah. Last He's, year, awesome. I didn't have that, He's a crazy so. athlete. He's yeah, awesome. Yeah, a freak athlete. So last year, I didn't have that, though. So if I got burnt, that was it. Mm. And with someone like that, I would have the combination to do both and the freedom because he was free as hell out there. Like, that, that yeah. made it a hard cover. What about um? What about Duarte? Because he was awesome in, in that final season but for yeah, Oregon. Because he played defense, too. It's yeah. funny they're actually there. and I'm pretty sure Chris is going to get traded because of that now. That's why he's going to be crazy almost. But um, um, Chris, he, he played like he was like 22, 23, however the hell old he is. Yeah, he was he was an older prospect, you know, player yeah. in, in that season, yeah. Yeah. He, he could shoot that thing. He gets to the three. He gets to the mid-range. He takes you all the way. He spin fade. He fade spin. He did it all. You know what I mean? And then he played defense. I don't know if he won Pac-12 Player of the Year that year, but he deserved it. I don't know if he did. If you know what I mean, I they look at great stuff for player of the year. This is irrelevant, but most dominant player on the floor that I played against, and I can't speak for every game. I didn't see him, but if you had drafted Lotto, I, I assume you'd have a pretty good year. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, no, he had, he 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 was nice. Um, This year, I haven't had problems with nobody, really. There it is. If you know what I mean. Let's Maybe, go. I just think you could say Terrence, but like I said, if you really watched him, how many he really he, gave yeah. me? Mm-mm. It wasn't. Mm-hmm. It wasn't many directly on me, and I'm not talking about like switches and and yeah, stop exactly. behind the screen and we're confused because we don't know who's guarding him yeah. or stuff like that. Now, so I haven't really had problems with anyone. All I just can't guard him. You talk shit at all? Nah, I'm part? really quiet when I play for the most part. If you know what I mean. Um, I don't play, I, I've never been on court with anyone that really talks. If I'm beyond in high school, hell yeah, that was me. Yeah. <laughs> in college, nobody. I ain't never been in the with anybody that talks. Uh, Coach, people ask me, um, am I switching or am I going to be guarding them before the game? But <laughs> other than that, if I feel like if you even talk to me like that, I got you mentally already. You know. True. Coach Cronin does all the talking for you guys anyway. So Yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. Is, is there anybody you're looking forward to guarding uh, at the next level? Oh yeah, I got a list. I don't oh. list nobody off either. Like this is how I get out. <laughs> but you got a list. You yeah, got, got a list. You got, got a list. list. For sure. There's some bars on the list. <laughs> yeah, hey, Jim. yeah. Go ahead. No, so at the end of our pods, usually we're like we do like a NBA comp type of thing. But wanted to ask you, who are some guys in the league that you kind of model your game off of? That you're kind of watching them and you're picking little things here and there and trying to add well, to your own game. As I get a consistent jumper, like because I'm that's the thing I'm gonna work on as soon as yeah. all this is over. Like where I know I'm, I can hit like forty percent from three and pull up whenever I want. I think I'll be able to get like to Jimmy Butler, Jalen Brown range when I when it's all said and done. If you know what I mean. Because right now, if you want to go straight defense, I think I can like I can play defense like Marcus Smart, Tony Allen, and all of them mm-hmm. already. But if they had the other side, like the other guys, now you're looking at max contract, all star mm-hmm. type players. That's what I'm trying to get to. Right? So and, I, I don't have a problem not working anybody. So, and Jimmy was a uh, the 30th pick in the draft, four year. Mm-hmm college player like mm-hmm. do you i mean you said you like you take these matchups personally it, it sounds like you have that chip on your shoulder where it's like all right these guys might be ahead of you on these lists but like it's just a list that yeah 
dudes like us, day, you know, yeah. make up, right? Like it, it don't mean nothing when you're on that court. Yeah. At the end of the day, that list is just then the more I've learned, especially I have friends like yeah, you always know, obviously know I went to school. Peyton Watson was my roommate. Like yes. And they, no one had him anywhere on the board at all. Dalen Terry was my running mate at Compton Magic all my time here. No one had him going that high. If you know what I mean? Like, we did. I, I, we yeah, did. I, I wrote a Just, long piece on Dalen Terry last year, <laughs> but yeah, Wait, we so see the vision. <laughs> at what what point did you have him going in the top twenty? Uh, I want probably or maybe in between the halfway three quarter mark. The yeah. I think the thing that for us that was probably where we hesitated a little bit is when we asked around for intel i think a lot of people thought he was going to go back to oh school. you know he, he was he um, was he was he, yeah. I, was on, I was on the phone because he got put up in sherman oaks and you said mm-hmm. not far so i used to be up there with him and he was really yeah. debating like really debating on going back mm-hmm. to school yeah i mean the nil they made it seem like a good deal if you know what i mean but yeah yeah but nah, yeah, so I seen my boy DT, if you know what I mean. Like, I have a lot of friends that I've been around that I've seen go flying up, especially when that process starts. So, so like I said, that list, that is just a hit list for me. Anybody on another team that's up there, I'm trying to see if you show, you got to show me you really that good. I don't care when old boy said that types up a report, if you know what I mean. I don't, that don't mean nothing to me. Mm-hmm. I love it. I love it. Um, Jalen, I know that, uh, you know, you got to run. So I, I just want to say thank you for uh, coming on the show and, you know, breaking down some film with us and, and uh, chopping it up. So I know like you have a YouTube channel where you're kind of documenting your journey and, you know, you, on it. Uh, so you know, let, let the audience, you know, know where they can, they can find you when you're not, you know, not playing on ESPN and whatnot, but uh, out on the internet. On Instagram is at Jalen, just J Y L E N, and then on on YouTube just Jalen Clark, J Y L E N, and then C L A R K. Very very easy man to find. It's a great great Instagram handle. <laughs> yeah, I got it like I got it like tenth grade. My friend worked for Instagram, and he's like, I could delete the old Jalen account and give you the name. And I was like, Oh, for real? He was like, Yeah, I just need a picture of your ID. And then he sent me, like, sent a picture of my ID, and I woke up the next morning, and it was changed. Wow. <laughs> Great yeah. handle. Great yeah. handle. <laughs> hey, but uh, Jalen did want to say appreciate you coming on. I know I've been uh, bothering you for some time now to get you on oh, the pod. <laughs> no, I hope you had a good time. And, hey, man, maybe we do something like this again, you know, after the oh, season's sure. over. And we can keep documenting yeah. your journey and getting that out there. And, you know, whether it was like Dale and Terry last year, I, someone that, you know, Corey and I really pushed for. And then he got taken in the first round. Jalen Williams was another guy that we really, yeah. really pushed last year. We, you know, we, we're a big fan of your game. We want to keep getting your name out there. So let's definitely I do this again. It. I appreciate it, man. It's mean a lot. Like I said, we could do something probably like in April because I got to take a vacation Perfect. after season. Oh, yeah. So no doubt. We're going to do that. For sure. Let, hey, good luck the rest of the way. Good luck, um, good luck as you prepare for March Madness. Um, hope for a, a, a nice deep run so you don't get that vacation started too early. We, we, yeah, we need you to get it to, you know, get it done late. But yes, uh sir. Yeah, we appreciate you here in uh, the No Ceilings team. And um, until next time, we are out. Peace. Peace.